Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's Two old queens, it's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens, it's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I am very excited about our guest this week. Please let everyone know who we are honored to have join us. He's the writer and director behind the Eating Out films, Boy Culture, Before I Got Famous, and the animated series Rick and Steve. It's Q. Allen Bracca. Yay! <laughs> Hello. Welcome. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I love talking about gay movies. I love talking about movies. I love talking about gay. Well, you're in the right place. You are the right podcast. <laughs> and I love old queens. I count oh my myself God. as one of them. <laughs> oh my goodness. We are amongst friends. We should all be having mimosas and going to bed at eight o'clock after doing a sensible skincare routine. Yes, absolutely. Right. <laughs> oh, we've been going through on our Patreon the entire Eating Out franchise. Yeah. So we've become big fans of them. <laughs> I know. As of this recording, we have yet to uh, do uh, the open weekend. We have one mm. left to go. We have one left before we close out the franchise. And there's one thing I noticed in all these movies that I wanted to ask you. I couldn't find any information about it. Okay. Before the Avengers did it, you were doing post-credit bonus scenes <laughs> that are just sex scenes. And like that has now become like a trademark of the series. Totally. Where did this it, come from? It, it was totally before... <laughs> Avengers. I hadn't even thought about that. Um, Give yourself more credit. Yes. I just always loved, I don't know, I can't think of a specific movie that did this before, but I always loved sitting and watching the credits. And yeah. then when there would be a post-credit credit scene, it always felt like such a treasure to me and so fun. Um, it made me feel rewarded for being such an avid moviegoer. <laughs> yes. And I was like, I want to do one here, but what would make it really worthwhile? Let's just do nothing, just a sex scene. And, and we'll just always have a sex scene at the end, make it worth sitting through the credits. Well, it literally pays off. Yeah. The movies, <laughs> <laughs> it's with a money shot. Uh, it is. 
Yeah, the, the first movies I remember doing that are the Muppet movie and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, but Ferris Bueller yeah, never showed like his ass. That's oh, you how know that what? Was. Yeah, I remember at cowards I used to go to these screenings of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and um, at the end of the credits, they would play that post-credit scene from Ferris Bueller because people were still in there. <laughs> now that's meta. Levels that's upon <laughs> levels. <laughs> Maybe that's what influenced it and put it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, how do you think uh, eating out, well, half of them are before like the app explosion. Mm -hmm. Now, all how of, do you think that, all of them, all really. of them really, right? Yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah, they have the, there's true. in three, I think they have in the, in the messaging. Out three, we were kind of, we've just introduced iPhones and the idea <laughs> right. of, even then, though, in 2006, the idea of streaming a video of yourself was not something that there was really technology for. We were kind of stretching the truth. But by the time it came out, it was like, oh, now we can do it. And it's not a big deal. Right, right. That's also the best part of any movie that's in like that pre 2000 y like internet when we before we figured out the internet where they're just putting up an idea of the internet like right. the sandra bullock movie the net she's ordering right, a exactly. pizza and like dragging pepperoni onto the pizza right. they're like oh i wish that's how <laughs> the internet placing works. it right there's so much <laughs> typing on the internet in those so, old movies yes. like <laughs> do you think like online like the online aspect is like it obviously has changed gay culture but do you think it's made it like better or worse or just different I don't think it's made it worse. Um, like certainly things that are bad might have come to light more clearly. But overall, I think it's made it better. It's, you know, it you can be anywhere and find a coming out support group. Um, Definitely. You, know, you, can, you can be anywhere and, and watch programs of yourself. You can watch stories it's about true. yourself. I could right. not do that as a kid. You know, there was nowhere to go. I was going to libraries and checking out art photography books just to see two men standing <laughs> next to each other and something. it's my, art <laughs> right my dad was like a runner so he would get like catalogs in the mail of like running supplies like shoes and George but then there'd be a page of just like guys and jock straps and I was always be like oh yeah. let me just flip through oh, this sure. catalog I love shoes and, like lingering on that'll, this page that'll confuse people oh Mark's yeah. just looking at it for the shoes sure <laughs> the shoes but you had to take what you could get back then. Yeah, definitely. I, I can't even imagine just being able to see whatever I wanted when I was 13. <laughs> right, to have access to like, any kind right. of whatever stimulus you want. Yeah, it's crazy. Or getting comments on something you posted from people like also in seventh grade. I can't imagine what going to like junior <laughs> high is right now. But we are really living up to the two old queens. We really <laughs> portion of the this internet these days. <laughs> you wrote a postcard. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of the internet and internet dating, today okay. we're talking about a movie that deals with or dealt with such things in the, <laughs> the web series prequel. Today we're talking about Hello Stranger the Movie. John, what's the deal with Hello Stranger the Movie? Mark, let me tell you the deal with Hello Stranger the Movie. It was directed by Duane Baltazar with a screenplay by Daniel Saniana and Patrick John Valencia. It's a sequel to the web series, which was also called Hello Stranger. And the web series is about Miko, a nerdy college student, and Xavier, the star of the basketball team, 
who are paired together for a school project during COVID-19 lockdowns. And despite their stark differences, the two boys form an unlikely bond that goes beyond friendship through their several online interactions. But Hello Stranger, the movie, which is what we're really talking about, Xavier and Miko join a writing camp where they are randomly assigned as roommates with their friends and other people around them twisting and turning them in different directions. Will they'll be strangers no more or strangers again? Hmm. It stars Tony Labrusca, JC Alcantara, Vivari Escleto, Patrick Quiraz, Jillian Vincio, Miguel Almendras, and Mian Espinoza. The film was released on February 12th, 2021. I couldn't find any financial information or reviews, but gay Filipino blogger Christian Foremost wrote on his blog, which is christianformost.com. The movie is freaking perfect, and I'm sure all the fans all over the world loved it as much as I did. And that is the deal with Hello Stranger, the movie. Well, so Alan, we asked you to pick a movie and you picked Hello Stranger, the movie. Why Hello Stranger? Well, I hadn't seen it yet um, and it looked really, really cute. Um, and I, you, I saw your list of all of your gay movies and I was like, we need more brown people on this. Thank and you. We need, more, we need more gay people on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was gay characters. So I was like, um, what's it? I, I, I didn't know what it was going to be like. Um, I wasn't familiar with the series. And sure. so I just picked that because I knew that I wanted to see it. And, and I'm what glad did you, that I did. Yeah. What did you think yeah. of it? I thought it was a lot of fun. I'm all for a, a camp movie for young adults to go <laughs> go find themselves. Right. It was almost like a Disney Channel game. Like this it was. Is yeah, it was like, a... yeah, it was like if 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 Disney Plus did eating out drama camp. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. And uh, why haven't they? I want to know. <laughs> so it sounds like he liked it. I did. I, I had a I had a great time uh, watching it. Uh, what did you guys think? Yeah, John, what did you think? Well, I had not heard of it. I didn't know anything about it or the web series. And so uh, I watched it. I agree. I found it absolutely delightful. It was so sweet. It made me, there were times where I was a little bit confused with the movie. Not, <laughs> not Some things were unclear. Um, so today I did watch the first episode of the web series, which I oh. also found charming and delightful. I think I think there are 10 episodes. I, I plan on going back and watching them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was really enjoyable and so impressive that they made it so quickly, uh, you know, because the web series was filmed during COVID and this was... Uh, this was filmed in February. Yeah, like it's wild, crazy. <laughs> yeah, the turnaround was it's, it's wild, and they're all talking like post COVID. <laughs> that was like the most surreal part of it. Like when we Remember were in, in quarantine. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you mean three months ago? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I absolutely enjoyed it. Found it so charming. How about you, Mark? What did you think of Hello Stranger? I thought it was like all oh, you guys. I was like so sweet and fun. It had just such like a big heart. And like the cast is like really appealing. And the two guys, the leads, who are both straight, according to my research, they have like real chemistry, I thought. Yeah. Like I bought it. And it's a weirdly like at the same time, it's very chaste, but also very horny at the same like they keep getting into like porny like situations like oh you got stung by a jellyfish i'm gonna have to pee on your leg but it's played like goofy and sweet or they cut away or they're locked in a closet together and like right. oh no what are we gonna do and then they talk and you know it's like oh that went a different way but it has these like but the overall tone is very like people are hachi machi for each other which is fun you know i think well, usually gay characters aren't allowed to be sexual, but these people actually obviously were like horny for each other, but they just don't act on it. 
like the big it's almost like a lifetime movie and like they hold off the final kiss for the very end well, like the, the first, first kiss, kiss. the it's first like, kiss is they've yeah. never kissed and they're already saying i love you it's like wild. what more do you need to know <laughs> <laughs> you gotta well it sounds like we were all fans of hello stranger mm-hmm. so alan as you may or may not know but i suspect you do we are looking for the gayest movies ever so we have a complex and byzantine scoring system with which to judge them so we're going to go through a ton of categories now at one point you are going to come up with a category and it will be added, added to, to the, the wheel. wheel does that make any sense right now no but it will when we get <laughs> don't to worry, it don't worry about it. it so this is our current ranking for the current top five gayest movies ever so number five with an 89.03 percent the wizard of oz number four with an 89.70 percent the apple number three with an 89.81 percent the rocky horror picture show number two with a 92.99 percent the bride of frankenstein and the current number one gayest movie ever with a 94.83 percent female trouble all right. Well, so, female trouble is amazing. I mean, what a wonderful right. thing to have at the top of your list. I know. Uh, I think Frankenstein and just like maybe I need pretty, to watch that again. You know, I think you might need to. It's more coded than <laughs> than overt. But uh, if you had to guess now, how well do you think Hello Stranger is going to do? Well, um, I don't know that it could beat something like the Rocky Horror Picture Show, <laughs> but I do think it, it's way gayer than the Bride of Frankenstein. So I'm not sure. Okay. I'm gonna wear it well. <laughs> okay. All right. Interesting. Fair enough. Well, let's well let's get it. So the first group of categories are the canon categories. So for each of these, we're going to give it a score between zero and a hundred. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So this first What's category. What's canon category? What's the canon category? Yeah, what does that mean? It's just like an essential, like These you like gotta the, like have canon. this. Like this is, yeah. Because mm-hmm. later on we'll have bonus, which are just fun, uh, <laughs> ah, less oh, so these apply to every movie that you do, and then some exactly. you have. Exactly, you get it. You'll get it. Remember, I did say this was You're complex and Byzantine. <laughs> is there a reason it's complex and Byzantine? No, <laughs> just for fun. Uh, all right, so the first category, how would you score Hello Stranger, the movie, on a scale of zero to 100 in actual gay characters? Well, there's at least four. Like, it, does 100 mean like 100 gay characters? And do, <laughs> or, or like- It's like what percent, I mean, it's, it's sort of what you want. It's sort of like what percentage of the characters are like actually gay or like, essential mm-hmm. like main characters is usually how we do it so it's not okay. like one for one you know it's not like there are three gay characters so right. they get three boys okay. but i think you know well, like I mean, this is a- two main characters are both gay so that's great yes but then there's yes. like there's another couple characters and yeah. most of them are not um some of them are i mean like there's, there's a, the, yeah there's some there's the like friends the, aren't the so much but there's a uh, simon i think what the yeah there's the visiting author Right. Yes. Looks yes. all of like twenty one, and he's like this yes. author that they all like revere. And I was like, I was wow. expecting but, it to be like a guy revealing his identity for the first time in history. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This weird writers' camp. Okay. <laughs> um, um, but there was another there was couple. A couple there. Yeah. 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 The, really. the, the very like young skinny couple. Yeah. The young skinny couple. But for the most uh, part, like the friends are straight, and the women I think are mm-hmm. all straight. Alan, have you watched the the web series at all? I haven't. Um, okay. So I started, I really enjoyed the film. I just watched it this weekend. And then I mm-hmm. um, started to watch the first episode and I just didn't have time to sit sure, at the sure. computer. But I am going to watch all of them now. It was it was much more, I knew it was based on a, a series that was shot over Zoom. So I mm-hmm. was expecting it to be a lot smaller mm. than, than what it turned out to be. So it was really exciting to me. 
well, because the two leads are gay, I give I would give it a lot of points for that, but there's not a lot of supporting ones. So um I don't know. <laughs> you also don't have to go first. You know, if you we could go first. If, if you'd you rather, rather you go first, so I okay. can kind of get an idea yeah. of what, what. Sure, sure. Um, also, um, I'm happy to do that, but also, it also doesn't matter. So don't put any pressure on yourself. <laughs> but um, I, for me, because the 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 main story is about two gay guys. Although mm. I guess you could argue or debate if Xavier is maybe not gay. Is well, yeah, he's bi at some point. Yeah, as she says bi, fluid. But that theirs is the relationship that we care about in this movie. That it's all about. And there are a few. There are a couple of like supporting characters. So I'm gonna go 85. I think it's pretty high. 85. I'll go 75 because there's a yeah for the same reasons, but just uh, less impactful. I thought so. 75. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go 85 too. I'm gonna okay. give it a pretty high nice. score, partly because there are so few Filipino movies with gay characters in it. So it right. was a huge thing to make this many gay characters in a movie from the Philippines. So. Um, I'll, I'll go on the more generous end and give it an 80. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Given in an average of 81.67, which is about 62 points higher than The Sound of Music. So that's pretty good. So yeah, more gay characters in Sound of Music. Makes sense. <laughs> How many gay characters were in The Sound of Music? Max, Max Uncle least, Max, and a oh. few of the nuns, we figured. Probably. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> It's only fair. And most productions of Sound of Music, Rolf is also a bottom. So, you know. Do you, are you familiar? Like, what is the gay scene like in the Philippines? Like, is there like people open and clubs and, or is it more like uh, quiet? It's, it, those people are open. There, there are definitely clubs. I've only been there once as an adult and mm, I see. been out into the, the gay world there once um, <laughs> or on that one trip. Um, but, you know, everyone, everyone was open, but it, but it is, different um sure the, right. there's a, it's a different kind of acceptance um than than it is here but it, it's changing really rapidly too so i i think there felt a lot i feel like as a child it felt more maybe more advanced like everyone knew somebody gay mm, uh -huh. but as an adult i feel like they're still kind of there and i i feel like in the philippines more people knew gay people when i was a kid than in america um, oh, sure. I feel like people, I there were so many people who just didn't know a gay person at all or didn't think that they did. Right. <laughs> um, so in, in that, for, from that perspective, it, it seemed a lot more open to me. But um, at, as far as the strength of the community and being able to pass legislation and, and all of these things that we've been able to do in the, in the past 20 years, I think they're still, they're doing a lot of work there. Well, speaking of work, our next category <laughs> is drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen oh. watch Hello Stranger the movie and come away with a whole book of ideas? I, I don't know a whole book, but there were definitely <laughs> some moments pages. for sure, like Kukai. Um, Kukai was kooky. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. her whole do at the beginning um, with all of the little things in her hair. She was fun. I thought that like the teacher, the older woman, she's the Tina. professor, Tina, in the web series. And like when she appeared, they made such a big deal that I was like, oh, she's a, she felt honestly not to, not to blow smoke up your ass, but she, I was like, oh, she's like the Vandersloot is what I got. I was like, she's going to be Vandersloot of this movie. <laughs> Which one? The, she was the professor. You know how like they the reveal really colorful ones? Yes. So yes, that, that one, uh, she reminded, I didn't know her, her name. Her name is Mian Espinosa. I thought Espinoza. she looked like 
Jiggly Caliente. She <laughs> did. I thought that as well. Yes. So that is a definite drag queen. <laughs> yes, absolutely. She was inspired by drag queens. Yes. Because <laughs> that was the first thing I said to her. Oh my God, she reminds me of Jiggly. Look at her. And I love Jiggly. <laughs> She had that leaves of the dress of leaves. And then she also dressed like an owl later on. <laughs> yeah. And then there was actual drag at the very end that I didn't understand why. They announced <laughs> but, at the very uh, beginning, they're like for the costume that, party at that, the end of the week. Yeah, the vampire drag outfit that he was kind of yeah. <laughs> I didn't, the, Jun Jun was in. Mm -hmm. I didn't quite understand what he was. I felt like it referred to something that I just didn't know. But that was kind of, that was some drag too. That was literally drag, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I also thought there was a shirt that um, I think Mik Miko has a lot of fun shirts with some fun patterns. I thought like, with, like bright prints. Um, he also had a shirt that said Edless Bummer that made me laugh. Um, <laughs> so that was sweet. Um, yeah, but not huge. I mean, you do get the sense like the cast maybe showed up with what was already packed. Right. Yeah. There were, oh, there was a definitely a definite. Um, the color palette though was very. Very, very bright, welcoming the drag. I think, yeah, yes. <laughs> the whole um, thing felt very like pleasant to look at. Like there was like an overall pleasantness of the whole movie. I felt it goes yeah, down it really like easy. Smile, yes, definitely. Right. <laughs> which, which in a way doesn't have the little kind of the darkness and edginess of drag. <laughs> no, not a lot of subversion happening. I guess maybe telling your dad, your parents, you don't want to play basketball is about as subversive as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. It did feel like a gay movie you could watch with your grandparents, maybe. You know what I mean? It felt like that. Like it had a sense of like, we can all watch this. It's okay. Partially because yeah, yeah, it was so like it wasn't did. so it was sexually. Very you kind know. of a love Simon type mm -hmm. feel. Definitely. So what would you give this for a drag queen inspiration? So um I don't know, like a C, like 70%. 78? <laughs> Good, yes. Sure. Oh, I said 70, but 78. Oh. <laughs> 78. Whatever. Uh, yeah, C is good, right? Sure. What do you guys sure. <laughs> We're not the experts or anything. <laughs> you are literally the expert. I guess maybe just on <laughs> this scoring system, I guess we are. <laughs> We've done this a few more times than you. That is true. Uh, John, what do you want to give it for drag queen inspiration? Yeah, I think it's it's not super amped up on looks as far as that goes, of where you're like, oh, wow, that. So I will go 72. 72. Uh, I'll go 70 for that leaf and the owl looks. Those are fun. Give an average of 73.33, which is nine points higher than best in show. Wow. Okay. All right, our next category, gay icons. Are there any gay icons in um, Hello Stranger? Well, the two leads, but they're not really gay American icons and they only became icons because of the series. Sure, um, but that's okay, that's something. So, um, I mean, if you're going because of the series, like the whole cast are gay icons in the Philippines <laughs> right now. This is the hottest <laughs> thing. They, they can't go but, to um, in the Philippines, they'll just be moms. Right. <laughs> But from before the movie, I I don't know of anyone in it who is yeah from before the series who was um, a gay icon. I think Tina has potential. Oh oh, so it can Definitely, be yeah. potential. It doesn't have sure, to be. Sure, like doesn't have to be a couple notes. Oh yeah. okay. I don't. I'll give it a. I'll give it a B because it. Cre I think it's creating some gay icons for sure. Um, <laughs> sure. With the, um, it's yeah. So like a eighty-five. Eighty-five up right. there with <laughs> Mamma Mia. <laughs> 
I'll go 70 for Gaius. Plus, is there anyone over 30 in this movie? Like, even the people playing <laughs> Xavier's right. parents looked like they were like 32. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't feel like these people haven't been around long enough to be uh, icons. What did you give it, John? I gave it a 70. 70. Yeah, I'll give it a 70. Why not? Also, our own ignorance of uh, Filipino culture is wearing its exactly, ugly head. Yeah. I don't know. I'm doing my best here. Give an average of 75, <laughs> which is 34 points higher than Eat, Pray, Love. So eat shit, Julia there Roberts. There you go. <laughs> All right, our next category. The male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? Well, it's pretty. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to think of any time where it even looked at women in a sexual way. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was just all about the boys. Like, and all of them had their shirts off at some point. Yes, it's true, yeah. Um, so Whoever chose I, Xavier's yeah. tank tops, kudos. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Well done. That, that wardrobe person. Like got this with cutoffs and just sitting there studying and all you're looking at is his arms. Right. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would give it an A for that for sure. Um, so like a 90? A 90. Yeah. Is that allowed? Absolutely. <laughs> Please. You're doing great. Yeah, I think they, they definitely make all the boys look very pretty and nice to look at. I think I, I thought, yeah, I mean, Xavier, especially I thought Simon, Marcus Patterson, who played Simon, I thought they definitely made him very like cute and adorable. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go 91. I think this is all about making the boys look good. 91. Yeah, I'll go uh, 92. Continue this pattern. Okay. There's just a lot of times we're looking at Xavier through Miko's eyes, which was kind of fun. Mm -hmm. Like you literally yeah. are looking through the male gaze. Mm -hmm. and that was fun. That yeah, rarely that happens in any movie. Bit where they're taking <laughs> their pictures of each other secretly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. That's as male gaze as you can get. Yeah. Absolutely. They were only like, they almost were like, oh, this is like a horny, like if gay, if born again Christians were allowed to be gay, it would almost feel like this. It felt like a gay Mormon movie. Yeah, totally like <laughs> like in a perfect world, <laughs> you'd be Mormon and gay and express it. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's given an average of 91, which is five points higher than the Beastmaster. And that okay. has a loincloth in it. Okay. A lot of loincloths on that one. <laughs> it's mostly loincloths. <laughs> At our next category, entrances with pizzazz. Hmm. I did think it was very funny when they arrive at the writer's camp, uh, Kukay is leaning out the window waving, but there's nobody else out there. But I thought that, was, that really made me laugh. <laughs> She's really just so is. excited to be there. One of the things it had in common with eating out drama camp is the number of attendees. <laughs> Can afford extras. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I'm there, there, let's see, entrances. Um, I thought Tina has a Professor good one. Tina has a great one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there were definitely some moments where the camera played up these entrances, especially when um, Xavier and Miko kind of first realizing they're there. They're bunk mates. Into the same space. It's like that super long pushing either yeah. way. <laughs> we're going back like that is the most dramatic entrance, I think, that's that coming to mind. That would um, definitely felt like we need to make this longer. They're like, all right, we'll make it 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Also at the end when Miko and Xavier are like finally a couple and they arrive at the party and everybody loses oh, right. their shit. Yeah. That's yeah. Was like screaming and the, that would like make yeah. me want to stay home. Yeah, I was like, this is too entrance. much, guys. <laughs> guys, you need to chill out. <laughs> Our relationship can't take this pressure. You're too invested. <laughs> All right. So let's give the, um let's give it a let's give it a B plus, like an 85. 
85. Yeah, I agree. I think there's some really big ones. I'll go 82. 82. Also, Simon has a good one when we see oh, him yeah. for the first time. Like, here's the yeah. author we've been waiting right. for. Who's revealing himself for the first time in For the first time in Philippine history. <laughs> a 19-year-old is coming right. <laughs> It's like, how many essays could he have written <laughs> and got a book out of it? Uh, I thought they're, they're pretty fun, though. Yeah, I'll give it an 82. Give an average of 83. All right, our next category, Hell on Heels. Now, this category, I mean, like, feisty women who aren't going to take any guff. Well, there's two. There, there's, mm -hmm. there's um, Kukai. Kukai and the... Um, She's fun. The um, Crystal, Tina, I think. Tina, was that her name? Tina is, yeah, she was like Tina. the teacher. The teacher. Um, Chris, I don't know, Crystal. She, I mean, she took lots of guff. I mean, she, <laughs> she was uh, emotionally manipulative. I found yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, I felt, I yeah about her that she was like, no, you're my boyfriend. Right. <laughs> Someone breaks up with her and she has a complete I meltdown. I guess that counts. That okay. I, I was thinking of it in the reverse, but yeah, uh, okay. You won me over. Um, so what would it say? Say, say it again. Hell on heels is the category. Hell on heels. Oh yeah, she was hell on heels. That's for sure. Okay, She's definitely I'm wearing heels. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it gets it definitely. I'll give that a B plus two, like eighty five for eighty five heels. Yeah, I think there's not too many. One thing I did like about this is like, even though Crystal is sort of annoying, it's. She's not like really shrewish and horrible. Like they give her something where you feel bad for her. You know what I mean? Right. Like she's not just this horrible, a woman's ruining this gay <laughs> relationship. Um, so I will go 78. 78. And she also like lets go of um, her boyfriend very Xavier, quickly. Yeah. She gets over it very quickly. Right. A lot happens in this week. <laughs> but, but I won't say it's, it's not all her fault. I mean, she definitely is a little bit manipulative, but he could say... You know, he could have stepped up. Right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, I there's they're all too nice ultimately, so I can't give them too high. I'll give it oh. a fifty-five. Okay. Oh, okay. And, well, you know that's how I go. It's seventy-two, yeah. giving it a seventy-two point sixty-seven, which is still six points higher than the Sound of Music. Okay. I think Hello Stranger is <laughs> doing very well. And I have a tough time in this next category, macabre. How macabre? Oh yeah, not very. So there was a couple one of the so a couple times I was confused in this movie, as I sort of mentioned earlier, there was a scene which I wasn't sure if it was a flashback or what it was where we see Miko. It's it's sort of intercut in the scene where we have Xavier and Miko, our main couple, like having a heart to heart on the beach. Mm -hmm. And then we cut to a scene of Miko walking down the street drunk. And he gets uh, hit by a yeah, car. yeah. And I, I was like, flashback, and I, I wasn't was... quite sure. And he got hit by a car. <laughs> yeah, it was like some yeah. weird truck drove by, and but it was like it all happens off screen because really they didn't have the budget for right. it. But I wasn't, and then they cut back to the scene, and I was confused in that moment as to like, yeah. is that something that had happened? Was that like a weird? Maybe that was a sequence, or it must have been in the web series. The web series. Like, it seems like a weird thing not to follow up yeah. on if that. Had yeah, it, it wasn't that. I mean, I guess that was a moment, but yeah, that was kind of macabre. And just the whole idea of of uh, with Crystal telling I'm in love with someone else and like I don't care you're staying with me yeah <laughs> right kind of macabre, like letting that Crystal. go on for months <laughs> very Sunset Boulevard of her yes yeah. <laughs> uh, I also thought there's this. like a good six minute stretch where like Xavier wants Miko but Simon's in the picture where I thought I could see Xavier murdering Simon. 
you know what yeah, I mean? He, this was a different kind of nasty a little bit there during the karaoke of, and then like the tug, and of, the, war the tug of war bit. Oh yeah. yeah, that got dark. Yeah. Very dark. <laughs> the very dark tug of war then, yeah, at, at writer's camp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's also something I mean, uh, a little macabre, but I don't know. It's it's most of all, it's kind of the opposite of macabre. So yeah, yeah it is a not, very sweet. I would movie give it a failing cool. grade for macabre. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't know, like a forty. A, a 40. That, yeah. yeah, I'll give it a 45, just mostly for that getting hit 45. by 45. <laughs> this is not a macabre. You're not leaving this Hello not. Stranger thinking this is Black no. Swan. Uh, no. I'll give it a 17. A 17? <laughs> a, yeah. <laughs> okay. I was generous then. Okay. You were very generous. <laughs> Giving it an average of 34. Not so bad. it's not really a grade system because I was like, 40 is an F. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, next category: so dramatic ready. lighting. How dramatic is the lighting? Not it's very. Not very. No, it was pretty but, um, functional. There's like the bonfire. That's yeah, kind of fun. And like the, the final party is like pretty. Got a little bit there's like some lighting, but, but mostly they had, pretty just bright. And they had three crazy. weeks, if that, to shoot this and <laughs> the one location. So yeah. um, I'll give that in F. Too, just because it's not dramatic, it's great lighting, but it's just right, right. it works, it's you can see everything, right? Yeah, right. well, no, it's it, it's got a mood, it's just not about drama. Um, I don't know, so 40 is the high F, so I give it a lower F, like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want, it all sounds good. I, I, don't worry, mom, I got 30. a high F, <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll give it a 30 for dramatic, play. a 30, yeah, I'll go, I'll go 35. 35 uh 30 sounds right to me i'll give it a 30 giving it a 31.67 which is still six points higher than ladybird and that was released by a24 wow <laughs> what do they know <laughs> All right, our next category, vibrato. So in addition to literal vibrato for this category, we also mean anytime they give you something a little extra. They take a moment, they sort of zhuzh it up, give you more than maybe the moment needs, but you like it. Mm. I think the overall like tone is like kind of like I don't want to say like cheeky, but it's just like nice. I don't know. It's like a heightened reality where everything's like sweet and it all kind of works out. And that is like kind of like there's a reassuring vibrato almost to it. I felt like almost every scene was like two shots too long. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that entrance I was talking about where, where the camera's kind of cutting back and forth, back and forth as they're just kind of getting together. There's always just like a couple of extra shots to really drive the point home um, right. about about what's going on. Even though it's confused sometimes, still I felt like some stuff was kind of over the top. So does that count? Is that, or you do you mean put that like in there? character actions, like that kind of vibrato? Just anything extra, Any I would of those say things. That. Uh, those all work to me like i like again like i really like the movie but at the very end like we have that final scene mm-hmm. not the, the final scene but sort of like the next to final scene between miko and xavier and they say so you're my, i'm picking you and he says yes final answer mm-hmm. final answer and it's sweet and then there go so when we go to the dance tonight are we going as friends right. or are we going to say and i was like didn't we just cover this like exactly I felt like, everything like, feels <laughs> like it's a couple things too long like, yeah a couple right. beats too many i felt like well I, you had to have the hello boyfriend moment that like completes right. the circle i guess you yeah, could have just cut true. to that i guess yeah that to me was a, there was a lot of that of like stating the same thing a couple times right yeah. There was also a few moments where like they would do a fun sound effect when something goofy happened. Yes. Like, it almost ooh. was like drag race at times. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> 
Also, the whole like the room assignment reveal is very dramatic when they find out who's oh, in yeah, the room. The, that the is like, oh my eight. god! Oh, and then the yeah. red pen from. Oh the- right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the most dramatic use of office supplies I've seen in the movie in a while. <laughs> and also, there was a lot of karaoke singing. So there was there a lot was of a literal vibrato. A lovely voice out of that Xavier. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, what do you want to give so this for vibrato? I'll give it a C plus. C plus 75? 75. Yeah, I'll give it a 74. 74. I'll give it a 75. Give it an average of 74.67. All right, our next category, footwork. How would you rate the footwork? Footwork, like shots of feet or dancing or- Yes, could be any of those things. Could be a chase sequence, an action sequence, (laughs) dance numbers. Tina does teach, I think it's Karen, how to dance on the beach very briefly. Yeah, it's like one. Okay. And then Miko has to show his mom he doesn't need crutches anymore from the car accident. Oh, now oh, it's all okay. making yeah, sense. Okay. He like does a weird little shuffle. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, but there's not a lot of a uh, not a big choreograph. Yeah, like there isn't a lot. Miko home because he's drunk. So maybe there. True. Know. Dragging I, in your drunk friend. <laughs> definitely drunk emotional friend. leg work. Yes. Yeah. There's some arm work with their little shaboo hands. <laughs> right. really oh, the shaboop thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I, I I think it doesn't pass the footwork test. I'm. I'm gonna have to go into F territory again. I guess like a 35. 35. Yeah, I was gonna go 30 on footwork. 30. Yeah, I'll go 25. Give it an average of 30, uh, which is 30 points less than the fifth element, which got 60 in footwork. Was there? I don't remember that. <laughs> that Flying. opera diva moment. Yeah, yeah opera diva. <laughs> mm. All right, our next category: spank bank deposits. Anything in uh, Hello Stranger you'd put away in uh, the spank bank? Like as far as just like being hot or? Yeah. Yeah. Or um, something you might think about later. Themes. Like just <laughs> for hotness, uh, you know, all of the shots of everybody. <laughs> right. All of the right. boys. Like all Everyone's the guys pretty. in it, even the homophobe with his mullet. <laughs> yeah right (laughs) very tough haircut so so, i mean it definitely has the hotness but as far as like uh this scene is like gonna i want to does this have there's not uh... a lot of those like they barely kiss right right this doesn't have a drama camp scene of yeah there's no like the couch on stage each other's bodies and (laughs) that stuff so um so what is it called again spank Spank bank bank deposits yeah so it's not really spanky Spanky banks. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'll give it a. I'll give that a C too, like a seventy-five. Seventy-five. This is more like yeah. this. If the category was emotional spank bank, right. this movie would be right. off the charts. Very much. Like, yeah. People want a romance, but maybe not the physical aspect of it as much. But they want to be swept away, and you know all that stuff. All that stuff. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all that girl yeah, it's stuff. Got the cute guys with the shirt off. So it gives. Yeah, it gives you something to sort of remember. There's just not a lot of action once they (laughs) take their shoots off. I'll give it an 82. 82. John. They give you some Um, nice eye candy in this movie. Definitely. I'll give it 77. Give it an average of 78, which is eight points higher than the Ten Commandments. Mm. That's pretty good. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Our next category. On a scale of 0 to 100, how likely are you to recommend Hello, Stranger, the movie to a gay person? 
Um, a hundred. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. To <laughs> two. <laughs> I haven't even seen it. Um, no, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll recommend. I totally recommend it. I love it. There's also like no, I can't think of like another like even American movie that's like similar. That's like I guess it'd have to be Love Simon, but mm-hmm. even that's still yeah. like a coming out story of in some ways. It's not really. Is there even a Rome? Oh, there's like the fair. Beat me on the Ferris wheel is the end. I think right. Sure. Yeah, 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 saw yeah, Love Simon? Romance, you did too. We, yeah. we saw it's it. <laughs> did I see that movie? Um, <laughs> so 100. Um, yeah, I, we need more movies like this. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, I think it was great. I really enjoyed it. I will. Rec- I'm going to give it a 98 just because I might recommend watching the web series first before the movie. Mm-hmm. But I still say 98 because I still think it's a really good movie, really fun. And I agree, like, we should just be supporting these kinds of movies. Absolutely. I'll give it a 99 just to make it an average. So I'll give it a 99. <laughs> if it just had like a few more ass shots, it would be a <laughs> couple more cheeks. Couple more cheeks. All right, now we're into the wheel category. So this, as we mentioned earlier, so these are all categories that previous guests have brought in. We put them on this wheel, which is an app on my phone. So we're gonna spin it four times and whatever category randomly pops up, that's how we will judge the movie. And then uh, at the end, you will come up with a category which we will add to the wheel we can use to judge this movie and potentially future movies. So here we go. Ellen, do you feel like you're tougher or on movies because you are a filmmaker, or do you find yourself being more lenient on movies because you know it the struggles? Depends on the went. movie, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah it mm-hmm. depends. Some, you know, sometimes I think I like go. They both, had the budget to do that both shot ways again. in this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Absolutely, both more lenient and tougher. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, our first category. This comes from The Shining, and it is openly weeping. Oh my God. We got a ton of that at this moment. Mostly that weeping. Was actually, when you said I was going to have to make up a category, that was the first thing I was thinking about. It was like <laughs> men crying. There's so much crying. That's so, so funny. Much crying. A lot of crying. Like a lot story. of crying, like a little bit too much. I didn't. I, <laughs> <laughs> so, it was funny I, I mean, to what you're saying, like the, the very end of the movie when. Uh, Xavier is reading his essay and like choking up. There are some shots of other people listening and a couple of the girls are like, okay, let's move this along. Like it was sort of funny. <laughs> but even they were like, okay, we got it. You're having a breakthrough, but we want to yeah. go to this party. Come on. It was like four or five crying scenes right in a row near the end there. Definitely. Um, so what, what's the category? Is it openly, openly, weeping. openly weeping? Yeah, so it, it gets an A for openly weeping. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a hundred for openly weeping. A hundred. I'll give it a 96. 96. I think I gave it 100. I can't think of a movie that has more crying. <laughs> I don't know. I Giving it a 98.67 in openly weeping. That's pretty good. They were like two uh, weeping scenes of this movie are like what uh, action scenes are in a Fast right. and Furious movie. <laughs> okay, this one from Auntie Mame. Backstage drama. Backstage drama like literally behind a stage behind the scenes of a performance kind of thing or you know metaphorical is there any backstage drama well, i don't know i what... mean was there any sort of drama before xavier had his big speech or like any time before there's any sort of performance where there's maybe even like before the party a little bit you could say um there's not a lot not really there's I like mean, pre-party well, in, unless you drama. count unless backstage you mean like the flashbacks to the series then it's like all this crazy drama about flashing <laughs> sure. back to I, telling <laughs> my girlfriend stage I love someone else she's like no you're gonna stay with me does that count as backstage drama <laughs> if you um, wanted to it sure does or 
but there isn't really a show in it. I think that's what you might be going for. Right. No that's sort of what stuff. it came from. Yeah. Um, the, the only thing I could think of is maybe the show of the guest writer and this kind of like, like goes in to kiss them and they're like, no, I don't know. I don't think it's very, I don't, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I'll give it. I'll give it a fifty, a high F, because of the flashback drama. But it's not really a show. A fifty. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. I'm gonna go twenty-eight. Twenty-eight, and then I'm okay. gonna be the Simon Cowell and give it a sixteen, <laughs> giving it a thirty-one point thirty-three. All about Eve. This is not. No. Okay, here we go. Fine art appreciation. <laughs> They literature. literature, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that counts, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. It's a fine art, isn't it? I mean, well, they appreciate it a lot. They don't show it. They don't a do lot. it, but like <laughs> then they do write some stuff. They do some exercises. Not, I thought that was gonna be like something that he wrote. Like it was just kind of like <laughs> it wasn't a piece of literature. I thought that was gonna be the way to win the movie. Oh, the post-its though. Does that count as literature? Like definitely that, that scene where he, he sees them all hanging in the we're calling those post-its fine art. <laughs> well, the, when <laughs> they were all in that sort of bodega, literature camp, though. They're at a writing yeah, camp. Absolutely. So sure. how, the written word. What is more? Where did they write? Um, well, they're so excited more. for Simon de la Cruz. Like, you know, we can't wait <laughs> yeah. to hear uh, his book know, of right? essays is probably be maybe fine art. <laughs> <laughs> We're being very lenient uh, with the use of fine art. <laughs> sure. I mean, the whole but, thing but takes place at a writing It was camp, a writing really. camp. It's yeah. kind of cool. But it's yeah. not. I don't know. That. I give it a C, like a 70. A 70. I'll give it a, I'll give it a 73. 73. I think we've all lost our minds. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to give it a 55. <laughs> Maybe I'm just uh, mean. Given an average of 66 in fine art appreciation. And then this is the last. Those exercises, those, those little exercises they were doing. Absolutely. Team appreciation of fine art. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Writing camps seem to be mostly team building exercises. Right. And not so much reading and writing. There was more right. tug of war than you would imagine would happen yeah. at a writer's camp. Did Truman Capote have to do tug of war? <laughs> <laughs> But it's much more interesting to watch than if they had just Yes, I would love to see Drew Bickabody and Gorbadal journaling of a tug of war contest. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, from Ten Commandments, satisfying comeuppance. Satisfying comeuppance. James has one because James, he was the one we mentioned him. He's got the aggressive mullet haircut. Oh, right. right and he's, yeah. he's calls people gay and sort of uses it disparagingly, and he does get punched sort of mm -hmm. later in the movie. So that's sort of like, <laughs> sure. yeah, he got his. Yeah, it didn't feel very satisfying though. There's like, no like antagonist really in this movie, yeah. really either. So there's no one you're like, yeah, they had it coming, like <laughs> put a cigarette out on her face. Um, yeah, <laughs> maybe Xavier a little bit, like Miko telling him, "What you think I'm ready for?" You, you know, know what I mean? That, Miko yeah, I telling that's him something there. Yeah, <laughs> well, you're ready. Well, maybe I've like, made a different choice. Totally. Yeah, don't yeah, take wait, me for granted. Wait five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show him. <laughs> Now I'm the top. There was that joke in the movie where they say I'm I'm used to be on top. I'm used to being on the top. Yeah. Right. I was like, oh, do they know what they're doing in this? They must. Right. <laughs> I really got to watch I'll this web it. series. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess 25. 25. The, I'll give it 35 for James. I'll give it 30. 
I'll give her an average of 30. I mean, it's no um, homophobe's mother getting come on by her son, but what can <laughs> no, you do? Not, <laughs> not every movie is sloppy seconds, unfortunately. Did that get a good score? Yes. <laughs> well, they were all rating that we're trying to find the fun. They're on a separate score. We're trying to find the gayest of all the eating out movies. Oh, uh, which one's the gayest so far? I can tell you exactly. Drama Camp, I believe, is by far. I think far it's Drama Camp. It's by far the gayest. I mean, it's set in a drama camp. <laughs> and I had a musical number. Yeah. Does that feel right to you? Or is the uh, open weekend much gayer? Oh, yeah, I probably is. I, I think it might be gayer. <laughs> well, I oh, can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> I'm very excited. All right. Now, uh, Alan, the time has come for you to come up with a category that Ooh. we can use to judge Hello Stranger and then every other subsequent movie because we'll add it to the wheel. Something that makes a movie gay. Do you have like dramatic push ins? <laughs> no, we don't have I mean, that. Could work in a, that could be in so a many ways. Of levels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that a good category? Like, it's yeah. a great category. So how do you think that that makes a movie gayer? By elevating the drama, um, by okay. just going into someone's face and like being in in their in their world and just milking a moment. Yeah, <laughs> it's like kind of a like camp. Maybe, maybe that's it. Milking moments. Maybe it's. More milking moments milking also moments. filthy you did write the eating out movies milking moments milking moments milking i love it moment. yeah yeah let's do that instead i love that milking moments disgusting uh, love it great <laughs> <laughs> so what would you give uh, hello stranger in milking moments I, quite it, a few it, yeah, yeah it gets a hundred for milking moments a hundred like i felt every scene really milked <laughs> Like, look, we only have 12 scenes in this movie. We gotta make the most. <laughs> we gotta make the can't leave anything left over. Yeah, I'll give it a 95 for milking moments. I think it definitely really goes for those moments. I mean, yeah, just the scene where they figure out room assignments is just riddled with pathos. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a 93, the year Jurassic Park came out, giving it an average of 96. All right, now we are into the bonus category. So these categories, as stated, are bonus categories. So if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, it's not going to work against the movie. These points are just extra bonus points. And so mm -hmm. it's just now on a score from zero to 10. All right, so this oh, first okay. category. How would you write Hello, Stranger in musical potential? Could this <laughs> movie become a musical? Absolutely. I think, I it, think so. yeah. It Very really easily. To, to there's, I mean, there's so many musical moments in it already. Like yeah. there's a karaoke scene and like- I think instead of, instead of milking those moments, a musical number would have been kind of awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> instead of crying, try yeah. singing. <laughs> yeah, I think I do worry. Really, like, yeah, the torch songs. Yeah, it's got the beats for- uh, a great musical and a great title too. Definitely. For a musical, Hello, Hello Stranger. Stranger. Yeah. Awesome. I think also because the plot isn't that convoluted. Right. So like with musicals, it's like, you need to take breaks for songs. And so sometimes mm -hmm. if something's too plotty, it doesn't work. Right. But I think like adding songs to this, I think would just, would work really well and sort mm -hmm. of strengthen it. Yeah. Uh, so what do would so, you give this? So what is it? Zero, Zero to, to 10. 10. Zero to 10 for musical potential. potential. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a 10. A 10. I'm also yeah. going to give it a 10. I think it would work really well. I mean, it's so sweet and romantic. Like it would work. It would be a no brainer. It'd be like a gentle, you got to see the <laughs> Sunday matinee of oh, Hello Stranger musical. This, yeah. Like songs I by the, Sarah Bareilles. Whatever. Back to this movie thinking, was this a musical? I think it was. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I was swept away. Um, all right. Uh, give it an average of 10. Pretty great. All right, our next one, Queer Menace. Are there any queer menaces in this movie? 
What do you mean by that? You know, someone who's like unabashedly queer and strikes terror in the heart of uptight. Sort of people. like, yeah, people uh, are like worried that, that we like love this weird them. outsider is coming into our town and threatening us. I don't think so. Think to so. me, yeah, no men- well, there's no one to menace, really. Like, for- I mean, Xavier oh, was the only one who seemed to have like struggling with his identity, but it wasn't. He didn't seem to think it would be bad if he was attracted to a man. He just wasn't sure if he mm. was. That was the impression I got. I guess mm-hmm. Simon was a queer menace to Xavier in some ways, but that's a big so. stretch. But that's not because of his queerness. That's just a, just a romantic a, rival. Yeah, like a rival. Not very many menaces. I think like Crystal yeah. is the biggest queer menace. She's not even queer. But she's right. like a menace to queers, right? Right. She's queer. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Maybe Menacing the jellyfish. Queers. <laughs> the jellyfish. The jelly- yes. No. Absolutely. Um, jellyfish have got to be queer. Right. <laughs> They're at least fluid. So like two. It's just not really a two. Menace-y. Yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a one. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to give it a one, giving it a 1.33, tying it with best in show again. That one comes up a lot. All right. Our next category, character actress makes a big swing. Well, I think Tina, Miana Espinosa as Tina is pretty What do you fun. count as a big swing? Like what? She's just got a lot of energy. She's like, like a has a bedazzled voice. microphone. Something that <laughs> you feel like that could fail, but it. Yeah. I mean, for it. yeah, I guess her I, is kooky character actress i mean she's kind of over the i think so well they're also for her everyone is like so cute in this movie it's hard to think Mm -hmm. of anyone as like a character actor or actress you know right you're all too attractive i was sort of hoping for tina moran that one we were talking about like i wanted her to have almost like a bet midler moment like i was expecting her Mm -hmm. to like do a number at the costume party or something yeah yeah i wanted her to have a moment for sure because also like when she's like when she appeared if you if you've only watched the movie, like when she appears, everyone's like, yes, it's her. It's amazing. And having just <laughs> yeah. watched the movie, you're like, oh, who's this woman? She's going to be a big deal. And she's sweet and she's nice, but she doesn't have that big mm-hmm. moment. I expected and I think more, like, at least like one liners or some kind exactly, of. Exactly. Yeah. She's kind of like the like the woman in um, Showgirls who hosts the like uh, the original. Oh, Henrietta Bazoom. Yeah. Henrietta Bazoom. Yeah. <laughs> I almost wanted a more like bit. singers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what do you want to get this character actress take makes so, a big swing? Like a five. A five. Yeah, there's not really a lot of them. Yeah, I think there's not a lot. I'm gonna just gonna go one, unfortunately. I'll go three because she does have some fun looks. She does. Giving it an average of three. <laughs> All right, next category. Witches. How witchy is this movie? Not a lot of spirituality of anything. Is any wow. spells cast on anybody? Spells, no I mean, there's that kind so. of vampire thing at the end. That there's no yeah, movie. that's true. <laughs> it's kind of a witchy element. A little bit of costume right. stuff at the end. Um, Are post-its a form of spell? Maybe yeah. <laughs> covering like, you know, like runes covering like a cabin. Yeah. Like they use post-its over a beach tent. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to have to go for the one on. <laughs> the one, yeah. For the costume. Yeah, yeah, I'll go one for the costume party as well. (laughs) I will also go one. Give her an average of one. All right, our next category, gay actors playing gay roles. I don't know of anyone in it who is gay. I I don't think the leads are, but I don't know if any of those. What about Marcus Patterson who played Simon or those other two, that other couple, those two boys? Do we know? I don't know. I don't know. I Googled, I couldn't find confirmation that anyone was gay. Yeah, I I just don't know. 
the guy who plays Xavier did get in trouble for the law for assaulting a woman at the beginning of the year, though. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Taking off her top against her will. Like, in public. Maybe that gay couple that was there. They gotta be, right? <laughs> right? You know? I don't know. <laughs> I hate to stereotype. <laughs> they were they were awfully skinny. They were very good. <laughs> yeah. So convincing. So let's give it two points for them. Maybe. Two. Yeah, I'll give it two for them as well. That, that sounds, sounds right. right. I'll give it a two. Give it an average of two, which is tying it with I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Let's tying it. They have paint. gay characters playing gay roles. <laughs> gay actors playing gay roles. There's in the galas. There's a gala yeah, yeah. scene. I think we gave them uh, some points there. Okay. All right, our next category: themes of mothers. <laughs> we do meet Xavier's mom on the phone. Uh-huh. There's some nagging parents at the beginning. Yeah. But not really a theme of the Yeah, movie. they're not yeah. like worried about what their mom is gonna say. Well, I think Xavier's a little worried. They do he does mention like telling your parents. That's true. When he's like confiding in mm-hmm. his friend. But who was, not really who was a Kukay's hang up with. Was it like it was with her sister, wasn't it? Or oh, was her sister Karen. Sister. She was dating uh, yeah, Seth. Sep, what's his name? Seth. Yeah. Because he was not her expectations, but he exceeded them. <laughs> right. right? I was like, what was the problem? <laughs> why would you say that to him? Right. <laughs> yeah. You don't meet my expectations. <laughs> you oh, exceed you. them. <laughs> the awfully long pause between those two lines. <laughs> don't go for That's suspense. another milking moment there. She really one. did. <laughs> yeah, not so much mothers. Uh, I guess, I mean, because they were there, I'd give it a three, but there wasn't like a whole lot of things. No. A three. I'll give it a one for themes of mother. Yeah, me too. I'll give it a one. Give it right, a one point. Three to a two. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. Stay strong. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll leave it at three. We'll leave it at three. All right. Next category. Pearl clutching. Is anyone morally outraged ever? I think I mean, Xavier's parents. Mode, right. right? <laughs> Xavier's parents a little when they're like, we don't understand. Yeah, I'm going to call you back right. later. Don't right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll deal with this scene later. Yeah. We don't want to write this scene right now. So we'll call right. you later. <laughs> the most dramatically fraught scene. Uh, don't put that in. <laughs> we will save it for the sequel. There you go. Um, there was a little bit of like fun buzz buzz when they showed up at the party. I wouldn't say it was pearl clutching necessarily. No, everyone's like so celebrating. I mean, the only pearl clutching is really the Miko. Like, like when Xavier tries to kiss him, he's like, I'm a baby. Like, yeah, that was, <laughs> so like, that was weird. I'm still a baby. You guys haven't kissed. And what does that mean? And like, is that a virgin thing? Is or that a like, fetish thing? Kiss anybody or? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the biggest pearl clutch. <laughs> you want to kiss me and we're both adults that. we've had three scenes establishing that we're together now okay right. um and then the um the totally milked overreaction to uh him coming out of the shower the other guy opening oh the door. yeah oh right yes <laughs> um like it's not that big of a deal. Like, what's, what's wrong? <laughs> shut the door. <laughs> Give him a second. Shut the door. How is this your a notebook huge problem? It's right. lasting two minutes here. <laughs> um, pearl clutching. So, like a three for a three for Miko in his. Pearl yeah, clutching. I'll give it a one for pearl clutching. Uh, I'll give it a two for I'm still a baby, which was very <laughs> funny. <I thought. laughs> uh, all right, our next category quips. How quippy is Hello Stranger? Uh, you know, it could have been more quippy. 
Um, I got to tell you, for eating out all those movies, I have <laughs> yeah, to stop writing really down well. all the quips. <laughs> they are packed with quips. Yes, so kudos you to you, sir. Over the top on those. No, <laughs> not so far enough. No, I'm in heaven. <laughs> Other Nobody people need to catch quip. up with you. Yeah. <laughs> movies don't do quips anymore. <laughs> I did write down one guy says, bro, I have two moms. Remember? Not really uh-huh. a quip, but I thought it was funny. I don't know. A four? A four. Yeah, it's not very quippy. It's more of like a sweet, it's a very yeah. sweet movie. It doesn't have a lot of like sarcasm in it. So I'll give it a two. Two. Uh, I'll give it a two as well. Giving it a 2.67. Have I been telling the totals at the end? No, I'm doing it now. <laughs> All right, now we are into the iconic category. So these categories are sort of broader, more larger umbrella categories, and we're back to zero <laughs> to 100 for these. Oh, okay. Don't worry. I told you this was complex. And what is iconic? <laughs> mean these are huge big like all the other categories like an icon like fit under one of these three oh i would say like you'll see the first one is homoeroticism how homoerotic is this movie it's i think it's pretty homoerotic yeah what i it's funny so in putting together like in like trying to like gather all the information from for the movie i noticed a lot of reviews people kept talking about like oh they really captured the killing moments had you heard of this I had not heard of this phrase before. And so yeah. I looked it up because I was already on my computer. Smart. And I found it very, thank you. And uh, so here's what Google told me. So it's Killig, K-I-L-I-G. Maybe I'm pr- mispronouncing that. I apologize. But it says, in the content, in the context of Philippine culture, the Tagalog mm-hmm. word Killig refers to the feeling of excitement due to various love circumstances, such as making first eye contact with one's crush mm-hmm. or watching another person propose to someone. Mm. When I read that, I was like, it made so much sense to me because I feel like this movie, watching this movie, I was like, it just felt so sweet to me and it felt so romantic and like charming mm-hmm. in that way. And it felt like I didn't realize that there was like a word that like like specifically focuses on that moment. And it felt mm-hmm. like, oh, this makes sense that people were complimenting for this because I felt like this movie really nailed that. It really did capture those feelings of excitement when you have a crush on someone mm-hmm. and the butterflies and that weird, like you're not quite sure what's happening or what's going on. But I thought it did such a beautiful job of catching that which I think it's not like homoerotic, like it's not like sexual necessarily, but I felt like that mm-hmm. was such an overall feeling of this movie to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and like then you very have sweet. Xavier P- peeing on love. Rico's leg. And then you have those <laughs> moments as well, yes. <laughs> so there's something for everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some more, not ex- explicit, but yeah, the peeing on the leg and then the making it kind of look like <laughs> something yeah. else was happening. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> Then you've got the writer guy with with his pen cap. Um, moment. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, what else is? In Can't there? do that with a retractable. <laughs> Just like catching each other naked and like yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he first takes off his shirt and he kind of looks up from underneath. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, I don't blame him. Those big moments. Um, yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it an eight for that. We're back, back to two hundred. Oh, then an 80. <laughs> 80. That math works. Nice. Let's see how I did that. I think there's an overall sweetness to it. It's not like necessarily like erotic, erotic, but the sweetness mm-hmm. I think is pretty universal in a way that I felt I like enjoyed that feeling that I think it captured really well. I'm going to go 87. 87. Uh, I'll go 81. I think it's fairly given an average of 82.67. All right, our next one, over the top wardrobe. Anything, nothing hmm. too crazy in this. I did think yes. Xavier does wear a shirt at one point that says versatile on it. <laughs> Looks like, do they know what they're saying? 
<laughs> yes, of course. Right? I was like, yeah, that's I mean, so... there's, there's definitely moments, and I do like, like, everything is bright, and the wardrobe yes, choices definitely. are all um, fitting in with that theme, and kind of, what, what, sorry, what's the name of the category? Over category? the top wardrobe? Over, over the top. Oh, yeah, so it's not. Yeah. It's not over the. Top. Tina has a few fun looks, and yeah. there's stuff at the costume party. The leaf she dress. Tries hair a couple of times, but yeah. Um, when Xavier is giving his, and then when Xavier is giving his speech at the end, his distressed shorts are more distressed than shorts. <laughs> okay, which I thought that was kind of crazy. <laughs> That's sort of his emotional state through his shorts. I see. Definitely He's distressed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so on a, a scale of one to hundred, I'll give it a seventy-five for seventy-five. I think that. it's pretty I'm gonna go 55 because I feel like it's pretty oh. much just sort of like for me it's just sort of it feels very natural there's nothing that there's very little that anyone could be wearing on the street that I'd be like that's odd just like the leaf dress that Tina exactly. shows up in. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it a 30 and over the top oh. wardrobe that's all right give an average of 53.33 and then finally the last of the iconic categories camp factor how campy is hello stranger I mean, it's pretty campy um, because it, <laughs> there's a karaoke because of off. all of the issues with it, like <laughs> like how things felt both over-explained and completely unexplained at the same time. Like, I don't, I still One or the don't other. Understand some things. Yeah, and then just the sweetness is so sweet that it's campy. I think, um, but it's not female trouble can be for sure no. No, <laughs> definitely not two different universes so i don't know like i'll give it an 80 for camp 80 yeah i think i had a question which really has nothing to do with camp but um since we're here i'll ask it so this movie is mostly in i think tagalong or like filipino and yeah, then like, every uh -huh. so often they have like a couple lines in english mm -hmm. i was curious if there was like a rhyme or reason to that is that something like was there like the the lines that were spoken in english was there uh, like any method to that or was it is that just it's, how naturally it's, how it's that is common it's really common over there to speak english sprinkled in um especially to, with younger people to just go back and forth because it, it it was mm -hmm. like fascinating to me i mean i i only speak english i'm dumb that way right. but like i imagined i must be quite a little head trip for someone or i guess maybe it's not it's pretty common to just like go back and to just it seemed like they just were back and forth and uh, constantly mm -hmm. and it didn't seem to I've seen that in a, in a few countries where there's just a lot of English uh -huh. uh, usage but right. um and dropped in almost sometimes feeling randomly like oh right mm -hmm. yeah I, it I wasn't like oh every time they're angry <laughs> they speak English or yeah. every time this happens that you know it just seemed like this line we're gonna say in English because I feel like mm -hmm. it yeah fortunately I don't speak Tagalog so um uh, I yeah I wish I, I understood like when to go back and forth and, and how just, <laughs> there's I, there are I, rules about it i just right. noticed that it happens a lot more with younger people okay that makes sense that's all the right. internet for you that's internet for you <laughs> well all right that being said uh for camp factor it feels to me more like a sweet movie than a campy movie but there definitely are some camp moments i'm gonna go 63 63 uh i got a quick list of campy things i noticed uh, here we go. Running late for writer's camp. Having to prove your leg isn't broken anymore. Running a personal vlog about the joys and pains of life. Getting so horny you have to clutch your neck pillow. Polaroid cameras. <laughs> a group of girls screaming when a gay couple kiss. A game of never have I ever that drips in pathos. Dramatic use of path uh, dramatic use of post-its. Being threatened by your romantic rival's beautiful singing voice. A game of tug of war leading to emotional devastation. Telling 
your parents are quitting basketball and you're in love with a guy on one phone call. Copious amounts of weeping, getting applauded for your final essay that had no specifics. And finally, of course, Simon is too cool to dress up at the end. Uh, so I think it's fairly... It takes place at a literal camp, I just realized. Yeah, yes. right? <laughs> the camp factor. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. We gave drama camp points for that very reason. We did, as well. yes. Um, I'll give it a... I think I'll give it an 84. I think it's fairly campy. And the tone overall. It's like reading like almost like... Remind me of like Archie Comics in a way. It's just like a sweet <laughs> alternate universe where like you only have to worry about your relationships. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And the only the only obstacles in anyone's way are just people deciding to not yeah, right. be anymore. You just have to give people five minutes and they'll figure right. it out. You know what? I'm gonna tell my sister about you. Yay! <laughs> All right. Finally, we are now into the crown jewels. Okay, so these categories, we're almost done. Uh, we don't rate them. We all agreed either gets this bonus or it doesn't. All right. Okay. So the first one, a 15% bonus. Hmm. For a positive portrayal of homosexuality. I think it does. Yeah, I think I'll definitely give it to it. Yeah, no one is at all ever shamed or made Mm -hmm. to feel bad or embarrassed. And the one dumb guy. I really, I mean, it's not homosexuality, but I really like that they left Xavier um, identity a little bit more open. Um, Right. Yeah. Like it got someone who's definitely gay and then someone who's still not really sure where he is. Yeah, and that felt very natural. Like, it just felt like a natural thing of like, I don't know where I am, as opposed to like, I don't want to be this thing, you know? Uh, Yeah, I love that. And then everyone that he came out to, like like his friend that he came out to, Mm -hmm. yeah, everyone was was great. The only... The, the only time someone wasn't was when she said, I need to call you back later because I don't know how to process this. <laughs> yeah. Jocelyn's like, yeah, you can give the mom the moment. You know, yeah, yeah give, her, <laughs> give her a second. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I think we all agree. It gets I think it. it gets it. It gets it. All right. Finally, negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. We're done. We're there done. We've finished behind that rule. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Alan, now that we've been through it all, do you still think? Uh, how do you think the movie did? You still think it's uh, somehow? I mean, I don't think it's the gayest movie of all time. I don't <laughs> think it. It's sure, sure above Rocky Horror, but. I do think it's about Bride of Frankenstein, so I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's see what happens. I'll tell you exactly how it <laughs> But is. in your scoring, it's obviously clearly not going to be a, I don't think it's about that high, right? Well, let's we'll find out. Out of a total possible 2,524.96 points, Hello Stranger the Movie has scored 1,882.63, giving it a percentage of 74.56, making it the 23rd gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Mulholland Drive, but gayer than Labyrinth. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's not about right. <laughs> right. I think it's, it's gayer than Mulholland Drive. <laughs> could be. I, I think Labyrinth is gayer than Mulholland Drive. <laughs> David Bowie and Miller, it's tough. Right. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> the two titans, the two polarities of everything. <laughs> What a fun list. <laughs> Thank 23, you. I'll take that out of how many? How many movies oh, are on? 108, oh. I believe, right oh, now. Oh, yeah, okay. 108. And it's still, I mean, Mulholland Drive has 74.80. Hello Stranger got 74.56. So it's very close. It's very close. Awesome. Um, well, congratulations. Well, thank you. David Lynch. 
eat shit, David. Like, yeah, what have you ever done for cinema? Nothing. Thank you so much for doing this. It was such a treat. We've been such fans of the eating out films. They've been such a delight to watch. We watch so many dumb, boring movies sometimes. (laughs) So like this has been like a lot of, they've been so fun. And I just really, it was like, I'm so glad I was able to watch them. And I thought they were still hilarious just as they ever were. There's been so fun to watch such treats. Well, thanks. I haven't listened to them yet. So I want to (laughs) listen to your whole series on them. I'm excited about it. Was there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? I have a new um, series, uh, Boy Culture. Uh, It takes place uh, 10 years after the movie, Um, the same actors. It's very much um, the reverse of Hello, Stranger, the movie. Oh, okay. Um, We're making a web series that follows up a movie, whereas Hello, Stranger. Okay. follow up a web series. Um, And that will be premiering, um, I can't say, uh, but next month. (laughs) Okay. Oh, very soon. It's not I yet official. Say, I think it will be announced this week. <laughs> oh, I see. Excellent. So everyone keep an eye out for that. Well, thank you so much. You've been such fun. Such a delight. And we'll, we'll be, be right back. back. We're back. Hello, stranger. <laughs> Hello, We're back stranger. from break. Um, that was so much fun. That was such a sweet, charming movie. And you were expecting to hate it. I remember. I was expecting. I was like, I am not going into this with a good attitude. Is what I said. My arms are crossed. Ago, I'm doing. I might not even take notes, but I did. Uh, and I'm so glad. I do have. Speaking of notes. Okay. Let's hear we got it. a message via our Instagram at two old queens, TWO old queens. Thank you. From thank a guy you. named Ben. I won't tell you his last name. This sure. in regards to, we got a couple of responses in regards to retooling the potential to be a musical. Okay. Let's hear You've it. heard of it? You know how we're doing that, John? I've heard of that. Yes. You've heard of this issue? Mm-hmm. He said, what if the question was something like, could it inspire a musical? Which I think is the same thing, Ben, but okay. Uh-huh. Is the story rich enough to explore on stage? For example, he says, okay. Julie Tame is the Lion King. It is more or less the same dialogue, music, and lyrics, and yet the musical is completely different in the puppetry. Stylized dance, movement, mask work, artsy-fartsy stuff like that. And then I said, that's interesting. I said, uh, then I asked him, like, what score would you give it? And he said, uh, he'd give it an 80. He would give Lion King an 80? Yeah, the movie. But then we had someone else, our good okay. friend, Adam Palm Crash Valentine, I'll say is that's his handle. Harass <laughs> okay. him. He'll be fine <laughs> if we mention. He said, What if the change in the category? This is a very simple change, but it might be All good. Right. What if it becomes potential to be a good musical? <laughs> well, that's sure. Do you think that you is- would you would rate things very differently because of that? No, because I think I'm always like inherently ideally, it's a 10 if it would be a good musical. That's you know yeah. what I mean. That's what I think too. I, what I try to do is imagine like would making this musical improve it as opposed to just. Well, what does that mean? Improve what? I guess I'm saying like. Improve I think to what? me like like a pro- like a property that I think would do well as a musical is something that has heightened emotions, obviously, because in musicals like people sing, but they just it's not like they just randomly sing, but it's like, like their emotions Twilight? are so big it causes them to sing. I suppose Twilight would work, definitely. Have they done a Twilight musical? That seems obvious. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's too much money. For what? Know. I don't glitter makeup. <laughs> exactly for all the Some glitter makeup caps? for Twilight. 
Uh, I don't know if there's been a successful vampire. Again, Evan has sense to do the music. It's done. Done. Okay. Well, there you go. So I don't know if we've solved it. Uh, these are lateral ideas. <laughs> so <laughs> right, I agree. Sorry to roast the nice <laughs> listeners who wrote Thank you. in. Thank you for writing in, you idiots. <laughs> I do think that when it's a musical, like I kind of want to do like the Mamma Mia two or Grease two. Like, could it inspire like a fun sequel? Like, would you want to see a sequel? You know I what agree. I mean? I guess there's a part of me that feels like much like with the category itself, like musical potential, where it's like, yeah, you could always do a sequel. Like they did and a sequel the to one... Jaws. Like they can do a sequel to anything. But would it be a good sequel? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know. We're just talking. We're just talking. We do need to do something to that category. It gives musicals an unfair advantage. True, true. Maybe it's not a bonus category anymore. That's true. We could just kill it could, next we time could, we revamp. Maybe that's it. the solution. We could solution. move it to the wheel. Move it to the wheel. That might be the answer. That might be the solution. Sorry, yes. suckers. What do you think we should do? Yeah, let us know. Tell me We're, so I can make fun of you. We are due for a shakeup of categories. So let us yeah. know about any kind of category. You We've think been we in version 4.0 for a long yeah. time now. In September, we are due for a sort of refreshing. So that's coming I up. Mean, we were due like six weeks ago for a refreshing. Morning, but that's okay. No, this is the longest I think we've had since a refresh. Okay, well, if you say so. I look at the spreadsheet every day, John. Every day, even when we don't record every or day. watch a movie? Wow, so dedicated. <laughs> well, yeah, let us know what you think. You can email us at 20queens, T-W-O, you spell it, 20queens at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, anything we got wrong, any category ideas. Uh, we love hearing from you. Uh, we will not necessarily roast you, although that could happen, but who doesn't it love could. that? It could happen, absolutely. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, TWO Old Queens. Follow me on Letterboxd, where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes, or if you want to support this podcast, there are several ways you can do it, one of which we have a lot of merch. If you go over to Tee Public and search for Two Old Queens, there's a lot of fun images and stuff you can buy for yourself and your friends, and a proceed of all the profits go to the Okra Project, so you're not just buying merch, you are helping people out. And also, we have a Patreon. It's Two Old Queens, the retirement plan go over to patreon and for five bucks a month you get another episode every week and as we've mentioned we are right now finishing up our eating out series uh all directed or not all directed but uh written by our current our guest today q alan Braca. check that out and that is it and then and next month we're kicking off returning Going back to queen's choice queen's choice so, so john and i will pick the movies mark and i will be picking movies yep and i'm picking the next two so keep an eye out ready. for that well listen uh <laughs> thanks for listening uh stay safe everyone goodbye now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Arche and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.